0: You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is Episode 87. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and Author, Cookie Rosenbloom. Today and every single Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those urges to binge, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. So if you just found me, welcome. And if you're one of my regular listeners, welcome back for your coaching session. Today, we're going to talk about this subject. What if food is the most exciting thing in your life? So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. This episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group, a coaching group pursuing the goals of ending emotional eating, losing weight, and bringing more happiness into your life with me as your coach and a beautiful group of women just like you for support and accountability. So check the show notes for more information on the Freedom Group. Here's what we're going to cover today. Get comfortable. Here's our subject. Do you secretly or overtly think food is the most exciting thing in your life? And even when you have things you're doing for yourself that feel good, does it seem sometimes like nothing really compares to a delicious tasting meal? And do you feel guilty or sad or maybe regretful that this is how you're thinking? So you're compounding how bad you feel? I'm going to talk about what you can do when your food and pleasure connection is so strong That nothing else comes close to it. And we're going to talk about how to insert other pleasure in your life that's unrelated to food and how to get used to seeing the positive feelings you get from other things in a different way. So the reason that I'm talking about this subject today is that I got a letter from a listener and I'm going to read it to you because I think many of you will relate to her dilemma. Here goes. I think the thing that I'm finding tricky is my beliefs and thought habits with food being the most exciting or thrilling thing in my life. I feel like I'm doing so much better with self-care and I have other things I look forward to, but still have the habit that the first automatic thoughts I have when I want some fun, pleasure, excitement, or relaxation is food. Then I feel sad right after that thought, because I no longer want to be that person. So I have an internal struggle. And when I think of other things that might be as exciting to me, I come up short. I know there are other exciting and fun things, but my brain knows that food is easy to access, consistent, and reliable. What do I do? Well, first, for all of you who can relate to this problem, Let's think about this. What place does food have in your life? And let's look at it even a different way. What place have you given food in your life? So look at the contrast between using food for feel good everything and what other things do you do for fun or pleasure or a reward or relaxing? If you have been overeating for a long time, Imagine that you've probably created a pretty strong connection between good feelings and food. That makes sense. This is natural. Now you want to eat differently, but you notice how often the internal suggestion comes up to give yourself a bite or a taste of something yummy when what you really want is fun or love or rest. Now, why? Why does this happen? you've conditioned yourself to go to something that is fast and easy. As the reader said, her brain knows it's accessible, it's always available, it's quick. And food is something that gives you the quick hit that you're used to. But now that you're learning how to disconnect food from your mood and your habits, as we've been working together on your emotional eating, you're going to start to notice that sometimes it feels Like nothing else gives you the equivalent instant jolt of pleasure. It feels almost like a drug. And I know that I'm exaggerating, but that's why we all want it so much. Now, this awareness of what you're doing and how you're using food, it can make you feel sad or guilty. Why? Simply because you're judging yourself. You're telling yourself that this is wrong. You shouldn't get this excited over something you eat. You shouldn't feel this good about it. And you wish that you got the same jolt or thrill from other things that you could do in your life. So, the way that you're thinking about it is what creates that internal struggle for yourself. As my listener said, she doesn't want to be that person anymore, and you probably don't either. Can you relate to this kind of thinking? Once you make the internal decision that food is delicious, but really only satisfies you when you're hungry, you may look at eating differently and you become torn between wanting it just for the pleasure of it and yet wanting to be the kind of person who has so many other things in your life that food is, well, just food. Now let's get real here. Food is pleasurable. And pleasurable things like food, sex, alcohol, and even drugs Light up the part of your brain that gives you feelings of reward. And then you're encouraged to get more and more of that thing. You crave it more and more. So it's natural for a good tasting food to be something that you get attached to. And the more sweet or processed the food that you eat is, the more you will get that quick hit of pleasure and reinforce that habit. Because you don't have to do a lot of work to break this kind of food down, because it's processed, you're not getting the fiber that you used to get from eating whole foods that used to be the only kind of foods available to us. But let's face it, we don't get that same jolt of pleasure eating an apple, which is naturally sweet as we do from a candy bar. But food is pleasure, no doubt about it, no matter how you look at it. So you know that if you want to change your eating and your weight, that you'll need to bring eating back to the good old days of when you were a young child, young, and that means eating when you're hungry. But now you eat for all kinds of other reasons. Your eating might be linked with fun. Let's say that you're going to a party and the food is part of the fun. The food becomes part of the celebration. Let's say that you're looking for pleasure, maybe you've had a hard day, or you're looking for reward for getting a project done or a presentation or just having a long week, and you decide to treat yourself to something that you don't usually eat. Or maybe you're just exhausted and you're confusing signals of being tired, which is a sensation you feel in your body, with a desire to pick yourself up and you go to food. That's exactly what I used to do. I used to, most of my eating was done when I was tired. So these connections that we all tend to make, they can be challenging to break. Now, what can you do when you become aware that the connection you've made between food and feeling good is so good that nothing else can compare? You step back, you see what's happened, and you look at why it happened And I want you to see unemotionally where you are right now. You know that you need to have a more well-rounded mix of pleasure in your life beside food. And if you already are doing some nice things for yourself, you're getting the message now though, that you need to mix it up even more. So I'm definitely not saying that you shouldn't or can't get pleasure out of your eating. You should. Absolutely. It should be pleasurable but you need to add in many other things so that food just becomes one more nice part of your life, not the main part. Have you ever heard the term foodie? You know, someone who's just enamored with food in some way, whether it's that they love cooking, or they just love going to new restaurants, or they love entertaining and cooking for people. They love reading recipes, or they're addicted to watching cooking shows, or maybe they take vacations based on the food. Now, I don't know if any of this sounds familiar to you, but many, many of the people that I work with are foodies. It's a big, big way that they get a lot of pleasure. But if you want to change your eating and your weight and have food be just one of many pleasures... I want you to take an honest look at the place that you give it in your life. If you're a foodie, you're putting it pretty high up on the ladder. So let's look at how high up on that ladder of pleasure you put it and ask yourself what else can you start moving up there? And let's also talk a little bit about true pleasure. True pleasure is like a gift that keeps on giving. You feel it when you think about it, you feel the pleasure when you do it, and when you bask in the afterglow of doing it, food is different. If you're eating naturally, and you're really honoring your hunger and your fullness, and you stop at a good appropriate time, that's when you have one of those meals that's not only delicious, but whenever you think of it, it brings up wonderful memories of that meal. When you overeat something, no matter how delicious it is, your memories after overindulging are usually tinged with guilt or regret, and your body is also paying a high price. So I want you to start redefining pleasure and redefining what it means to treat yourself to pleasure in a much more honest way. You can look at this as a first step toward disconnecting the extreme pleasure you get from eating, and put it in its more realistic place. Food is pleasurable in certain amounts. Now, there isn't a way for me to tell you an exact amount to eat, but your own body can do this. And we've talked about that in many different episodes, how to get that internal signal of when to start and when to stop. When you eat and you're enjoying something, Your pleasure will increase and it will increase and then it will peak and it will go downhill. You may be eating and losing yourself in the moment though, and you may not notice when it starts to peak. So you may be on autopilot and you don't notice that you're overeating because you're enjoying whatever it is you're eating. But soon, if you keep going, you're going to cross over that line. You don't notice the taste quite as much and you overeat. Now the pleasure lessens, but you're stuck in that routine and that motion of hand to mouth, hand to mouth. So eventually you stop, maybe because the food is gone, or maybe because you're now physically uncomfortable. You've gone beyond your sweet spot of eating for pleasure. And when you stop, you're going to face the usual displeasure with yourself for eating too much. You will have regret. You will have frustration with yourself. So clearly, you want to not overuse food for pleasure. I want you to have other options in your life. And we all know that there are many other options, but here's the key. The pleasure you will get from food is going to be different than the pleasure that you get from a nap or a massage, or a talk with a friend. You need to stop comparing them because the physical reaction in your body that sends that beautiful sensation to your brain from eating something delicious is very different from any good feeling you get from doing something fun or thinking something lovely or being with someone you care about. Nothing is like the hit you get From something you take into your body, except maybe the feeling you get from falling in love, which they say makes you feel that hit of intense pleasure very much related to the feeling of eating chocolate. So here's the plan I want you to see where you are right now and look at what percentage of your pleasure is coming from food. I want you to be honest about how you feel when you overdo it on this pleasure. And now, look at different pleasures in your life that you do or that are at least available to you. Your goal is not to lose food as something wonderful, but to know that the pleasure you can get from it will peak and then it will decline. And you wanna give yourself just enough to peak, enjoy it, and then stop at that sweet spot so there are no regrets. And when you add other pleasures in your life, Know for the most part that they won't make you feel quite like food, but you'll get used to giving yourself so many different forms of pleasure that your cup, your metaphorical cup will be mostly full all the time or most of the time. You won't have regret and shame about your eating and you will feel much more in balance. So here's your focus for the coming week take out your calendar, and look at what plans you have in store for yourself for joy, connection, and pleasure in all its different forms. If your answer is none, I want you to get busy and get creative. And remember that it's not less than eating pleasure, it is different than eating pleasure, but it will feel good all the way through and when you're done. Now that's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about and focus on for this coming week. If you've been hearing me talk about the Freedom Group and you're considering it and are on the fence, this is the last week when this podcast is being published that it's going to be open for new members to enroll. We're going to close our doors until 2018. I would love to connect with you and help you figure out this whole eating thing and not just lose that extra weight, but lose the whole problem too. So if this appeals to you, check out the show notes. I do hope to see you back here next week, where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and your binge eating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do, we both know that's your goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.